Hey, what's up? I'm Michael Schofield, and you're listening to Metric, a podcast uh, about high-level practical design thinking, stuff like that. Um, if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber already, do it. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, if you totally prefer to get this as a write-up in your inbox as soon as I publish this, um, jump over to metric.substack.com and subscribe. Show some love. <laughs> this one is, uh, yo, I'm sorry for an echo. I live in the echoiest house ever, but deal with it. <laughs> this is, um, I can't do anything about it. Uh, this one is Gutenberg doesn't disrupt WordPress. Quote, Gutenberg isn't a breakthrough innovation that made WordPress better. It is a disruptive innovation, making WordPress more affordable and accessible. From Mark Urane in his post, Disrupting WordPress, which I quote in the show notes. A couple weeks ago, I read Mark Urane's write-up about the disruptive role Gutenberg, uh, this new block-based editor and system of editor extensibility, performs for WordPress, the open-source juggernaut powering a third of the web. It nails why the WordPress community has been so hyped, and it's in the language I speak. Uh, quote again, why would anyone want to change this? The short answer is expressed best in the quote, if you don't like change, you're going to like irrelevance even less. Software must evolve or it becomes archaic and dies. This brings us to the concept of disruptive innovation, originally conceived by Clay Christensen. Disruptive innovation describes the process when a more simplified product or a service begins to take root in an industry and advances up the market because of its ease of use and or its less expensive entry point. The great companies plan for this. In fact, they make efforts to self-disrupt or innovate in ways that cause their own service or product to be disrupted. WordPress has reached this intersection. End quote. Um, yeah, and you know, for many folks, Gutenberg represents that self-disruption. It is a shot of espresso, a spurt of vitality intended to make the sluggish, successful old man spry. It's a little bit of good magic that wards off the heebie-jeebies. I think Marx is the best argument for Gutenberg there is. I'm also not convinced. So I want to use this post, uh, Disrupting WordPress, as an opportunity to demonstrate how to think about innovation. So I'm going to start by putting the kibosh on the idea that Gutenberg is the saving grace the community around it thinks. Is Gutenberg disruptive? No. At least not like that. Clay Christensen's disruptive innovation is key to the point I want to make, and that is that we should be skeptical about the consensus assumption that what has to change about WordPress is the way content is created. And I phrase it like that because Gutenberg really is more than a UI. It represents a fairly different content model beyond just how pieces of content are chunked together by end users, but how that content is treated in the database and how developers interface with all that new tissue. Moreover, the ad hoc governance and the organize that or that has like actually organized around Gutenberg to help ensure its inclusivity and accessibility is functionally of greater importance than the entire Gutenberg, uh, Gutenberg code base altogether. So that's net positive. And it makes sense that because there are so many usability studies that betray the truth about WordPress's end of use or ease of use, because um, not that we, the community, target these usability problems with our innovators. <laughs> ease of use 
is a killer differentiator when you choose one product over another. But usability is a flavor, not sustenance. Disruption requires identifying a misalignment between a person's core job to be done and the service they provided. Uh, This quote is from uh, an interview of Clay Christensen by Dina Gerdman. She says, writes, uh, The secret to winning the innovation game lies in understanding what causes customers to make choices that help them achieve progress on something they are struggling with in their lives. To get the right answers, Christensen says, executives should be asking, what job would con- uh, what bleh, what job would consumers want to hire a product to do? End quote. The product and the features of that product don't fundamentally matter unless the user needs something that you can provide them. Is a WordPress user's core job to be done to have a usable content creation experience? No. It's not even to create content in the first place. Rather, the core job of the WordPress user is to, for example, provide candle junkies like me with candles and make a living from it. WordPress isn't really part of that function. It just happens to be the means to an end. The interface, the content, even WordPress itself are ephemeral. While easing the work involved in creating content improves a holistic user experience, it's not enough. The reason Squarespace and so on has room to succeed in an internet dominated by WordPress is not because it has a better page builder. It's because, for some users, it is easier to envision their end goal met on the far side of the Squarespace gauntlet. By looking at Squarespace, they can see their next candle-funded beach vacation. Product is a window. Listen closely to the ubiquitous Squarespace ads on any podcast. Right, they mention ease of page building, but they underscore the reason why such ease is valuable. So you can be done with that page building shit and continue on with your remarkable life. The job to be done is to have a successful business. Squarespace provides the service of getting you there faster with an easy page builder. The page builder is the how, and the ease is the differentiator, the cherry on top. But people don't choose the cherry, though. The Squarespace business model depends on how well they can match the job people have to the service they provide. Let's be real, WordPress has been successful precisely because its service aligns well with gajillions of jobs. This, I think, compounds the difficulty the WordPress community has in communicating meaningfully granular services that are afforded to alternatives. Specificity helps uh, evangelism. Like, rather than one job to address, like... You need to become a dope-ass participant in the blogosphere? (laughs) There are 30 million. The difficulty of communicating that job service alignment at scale is a real obstacle. It is easy to imagine and vouch for WordPress's wide serviceability, but it's hard to communicate to the individual who is choosing between it and Squarespace. Product is a window, and users' vision through the WordPress window is a little obscured. This is in part why the ecosystem of professional WordPress development companies thrives. These companies, like uh, NinjaForms, identify a niche of jobs to be done and serve them specifically. Quick tangent. To go on a 
brief tangent <laughs> the job ninja forms serves isn't really the mo- the demonstrable need to manage web forms they are facilitating people's need to control how their users connect with them forms and specifically forms through wordpress are choices about how and to what niche to provide that service consider then how wordpress isn't spiritually part of the job service alignment between the job to be done of the ninja form user and the service provided by that team they're not really married to that platform they just have a good working relationship WordPress is an important technical constraint, but it's a means to an end. It's ephemeral. <laughs> Ignore the do-do-do-do. Uh, where was I? Okay, um, so by increasing WordPress's extensibility through new APIs, even by adding new hot-right-now features into Gutenberg, the WordPress core team are addressing the jobs to be done of those professional WordPress developers who are more directly than any WordPress end-user. I bumbled that sentence. The WordPress core team are addressing the jobs to be done of those professional WordPress developers more directly than any end user. Who, I'm arguing, doesn't really care about the ease of use of the editor. They care insofar that the editor doesn't get in their way. And why is that? Well, I think it's because developers are WordPress's strongest feedback loop. Mark Urain even made a comment about how usability studies reveal pain points in WordPress's editor, but I haven't been convinced otherwise that the WordPress core decision makers have anything other than usability studies about existing features. And that's a problem. Usability studies reveal touch points in a user journey that need to be addressed. A tree needs to be moved off the sidewalk or a pothole needs to be filled. But uh, usability studies don't question whether the user should be on this path in the first place. Disruption, after all, is born from insight. Insight is the byproduct of strong research, particularly particularly around users' jobs to be done. And I just don't think that WordPress community has any of that. If they did, I frankly think folks would be less hyped about Gutenberg. Uh, And Gutenberg is fine. The work there is about addressing the need to reduce in WordPress the number of steps between the user and the published content. That's the right move to support a status quo. It's not disruptive. It disrupts nothing. It improves existing. This uh, This past year has seen remarkable and laudable collaboration around governance and accessibility in WordPress, which are the right foci that address real problems around the community, its users, and inclusivity. The next WordPress community movement should be around establishing a strong research program that can provide the research-derived insight necessary for WordPress's future. Without sufficient qualitative research, don't expect WordPress to self-disrupt anytime soon. And that's it. Uh, Star heart favoriting liking this episode of Metric helps signal to the great algorithms in the sky that this was worth a moment of your time. Please take the time. Um, and like I said, if you haven't already, please subscribe. Metric is a write-up first. Um, and if you want this in your inbox or you just want to see all of them all together, 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 <laughs> hop on over to metric.substack.com and uh, you'll find it there. Remember, as you go about your day, that the user experience is a metric. I'm Michael Schofield. I will see you next time. Bye.